Bruce Newberry. The food dude. Perella's Ristorante. Lou Perella is back. Some restaurants are farm to table, but Perella's is farm. Four town farm, which everybody knows. To farm. Steve Noons is a local farmer. To farm. You know, I used to get a lot of things from Delisandro's farm. To table. And I was there, picked zucchini flowers the other morning. Yes. Yes. Friends waiting to serve you. Corn and zucchini and squash and beautiful, beautiful eggplant. And what will you do with those eggplant? Well, the eggplant, we make the eggplant rollatini. Today, I did a barbecue, so I made like a ratatouille. You know, eggplant with zucchini and peppers and onions and left it in the smoker yesterday while I was smoking the ribs. Wow. So it was like a roasted smoked vegetable. We grilled vegetables. So I'll take them, I slice them long ways, I just marinate them in some oil and garlic. Everything's, everything's here. Everything is here. Friends and family. Perella's Restaurante, 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren. Lou is back. He'd love to see you. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We are here live. Hello, Jefferson Boulevard. Yes, we are here in Warwick at the Ironworks Tavern, and uh, I have, I have the answer to a question I hadn't even thought of asking, but I actually should pose this one to our wine dude, Alex Allen. What is the best thing to serve with champagne? And the answer is French fries. Yes. How about these for fries? The fries here at the Ironworks are hand cut and served with Parmesan snow and parsley and truffle aioli. Yeah. Now, we're not talking just something that got handed to you that you ordered from the clown's nose. No, no. So what kind of champagne do we have on the list here that goes with that? Well, I'm looking at a um, Carneros Sparkling Brut from California. And you can call that, uh, you can call that champagne. There is a way that you can call it champagne. How about this one? If you're really a purist, you say, well, it's got to be got to be French. Can't call it champagne if it's not French. There is a non-vintage champagne brute from Lanson. It's called Black Label, and it is from France. And uh, there is that on the list here. There's a rosé champagne from Reim, a champagne de Rinat, that is excellent as well. So, yeah, off and running. Now, if you check the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page, you see all kinds of things here, and you know how I am about dessert, and it's very hard to resist the temptation to just start with dessert. And so on the Facebook fan page, with the help of our friends here at the Ironworks, there is an amazing almond and toffee cheesecake. And this actually could go with a little bubbly as well. Almond and graham cracker crust, caramelized chocolate toffee crumble, dulce lalesh, sea salt, and fresh whipped cream. Oh, my. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Uh, while you're on that Facebook fan page, there's a couple of things to occupy your time. Our question du jour today, what is a famous restaurant, and I had to, f- I had to phrase this very, very carefully, 
I'm looking for a famous restaurant with the signature color of orange. I had to put that just that way, and I did it for a reason, and you'll understand when we get the answers start, starting to come in. So you can certainly play along on the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page. You can always email me, bruce at brucenewberry.com. Or if you're in the area in Warwick, Warwick, Rhode Island, you can travel down Jefferson Boulevard and stop right in here. We are opposite the big transportation center with the train station and the parking garage and the rent-a-cars and all that stuff. And uh, we're here at the corner. We're right adjacent to the uh, Hilton Garden. But you don't, you'd never know it, which is what I always liked about this place. It's not the first time we've been here. We've been here several times. In fact, we came here a couple of times during restaurant week. And uh, there was always a great affinity between the Ironworks Tavern and the whole Providence restaurant scene and still is today. And we're going to find out a lot about this place and why it has really just done a, a remarkable job because it has undergone a change of ownership. The Ironworks is now owned by the amazing Newport Restaurant Group. Yes, how can that be? Well, uh, the Newport Restaurant Group specializes in finding these places that are unique among themselves, but benefit by the family employee-owned approach that is such a success story all around, well, beyond Newport, beyond Rhode Island, beyond all over New England. So anyway, wonderful to be here. It is great to be here today. And uh, so this is where we're going to spend the next couple of hours. We're not going to be confined to our little cozy corner here on Jefferson Boulevard, not at all. We are headed for Vermont today, and at least uh, we're going to have conversation with some friends, and we will be in the Green Mountains in just two weeks. Yes, doing our thing from the legendary Wayberry Inn, and more on that in a minute. But we're going to talk cheese in just a few minutes. We're going to have a great conversation about Cheese Fest that is going on. The formal name is the Cheesemakers Festival, and I must find out whether the name is such a consideration as it is in Newport with the Jazz and Folk Festival. It's like if you're in San Francisco, and if you're a San Franciscan, or you have an affinity to San Francisco, you never, ever, ever call it Frisco. Block Island the same way. You never call it the block. It's a little bit of an insult, you know, and it's just become kind of a thing. With the festivals in Newport, it's kind of the same thing. You don't call the Newport Jazz Festival Jazz Fest. You don't call the Newport Folk Festival Folk Fest. It is the Newport Folk Festival. You must say it. It's it's a little cult-like and a little weird, but uh, that's how we are. And I have to ask the Cheese Festival folks, whom we're going to speak with in just a few minutes of All Goes Well, if that's a thing. If, if you call it Cheese Fest or if it must always be referred to as the Cheese Makers Festival, because that's the name of it. And it has been going on all week. It's going to continue this weekend and just uh, wrap up in a huge way. It is the 11th annual Vermont Cheesemakers Festival, and it is a who's who of cheese. I mean, yes, the big C is there, uh, but there's also the likes of uh, Jasper Hill, which is a pretty good name in the 
cheese making world and um, there are some great landmarks there's the cheese makers dinner tonight in the round barn i love that round barn and uh, we're gonna attempt to get a a preview of that now it's connected with the mad river valley taste event that's going on this week that has been going on this week and again wraps up this weekend and there's great food in the mad river valley as we know and uh, we also know a little bit more because uh, someone who toiled mightily right down the street from us here at the ironworks is now toiling mightily in the mad river valley the chef at the pitcher inn he and his wife had a kind of a kitschy almost a cult following kind of place right down the street from us here on Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick, Rhode Island, that was called the, the Daily Witchual, as in sandwich. And they were all about the, you know, the sandwiches. They were doing, and we, of course, we talk about the best in the business when we talk sandwiches because we talk Panera here on uh, Dining Out with Bruce Newberry, and we will do so just ahead. What else are we going to take up today? on said tasty talk show. Well, we're going to talk uh, about another one of those regional specialties. We kind of fell into this this summer with not only creamies, but speedies and a few other kind of quirky regional secret type dishes and things. And today we're going to talk about beef on wick, which is uh, not within sound of our voice. Well, I guess technically it is because the world is our playground now with tune in and all the other apps that you can listen to us on. And, of course, the, the fact that our affiliates stream and all that. So no one, no place is really out of our range. That said, I'm not under any uh, illusions that we're heard to any great degree in western New York. And that's where you have Beef on Wick is out there in the Buffalo area. Although I have to say, I found out by the metrics that the Bruce Newberry Food Dude podcast is listened to regularly in France. <laughs> 10% of our listenership is in, or our downloadership or our membership or whatever it's called, is from France. It's bizarre. Anyway, how about, I can't wait any longer. I have to do this before we uh, actually pause. And we're going to be at the Wayberry Inn in two weeks. And that's great because it's still going to be Blueberry Month. And I've been talking to Amy at the Wayberry Inn, and she sent me a whole raft of specials that the chef is doing at the Wayberry Inn that are all about blueberries. And it's much more than dessert. How about a chilled blueberry and peach soup? It is vegan. It is also gluten-free. The seasonal salad, I think this was last night at the Wayberry. Mixed greens, local blueberries, red onion, maple spiced nuts, Vermont chevre, and maple vinaigrette dressing. Yeah, you had me at blueberries. And it definitely is berry season. And I think back to the many, many summers I wandered the hillsides there, not too far from the Wayberry Inn, and actually picked not only blueberries, but uh, black cherries and raspberries. And uh, yeah, just part of... Uh, Part of the whole deal there, and can't wait to be with you there in Addison County, in the shadow of Mount Musalamu, if you will, <laughs> way very in, in just a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to talk with our friends here at the Ironworks 
our uh, general manager, Derek Emery, and I don't know who the chef is today, but he was toiling mightily in there. There are three chefs here at the Ironworks, and we're going to talk to uh, those guys. We're going to get into this menu and uh, the little, the history of this place, because this is another one of these New England-type places that is a repurposed building. This place has a lot of history way, way, way before it ever thought of being a restaurant. So uh, lots and lots to come here on uh, today's edition of Dining Out with Bruce Newberry. And, uh, of course, we have lots and lots to talk about, not the least of which is gas bars. It's feast season. Most of the feasts were last weekend. There's still a few of them going on now. But kind of that midpoint of summer when you go to the feasts, and in the great Portuguese tradition, at the feasts you have the linguiça and the churis. And it is always done in the traditional manner over fire, maybe over charcoal, the way that you do it in your backyard. Gaspar's makes every cookout in southern New England just something very, very special. I guess you could consider it one of those regional regional specialties that we discuss from time to time. But for sure, cookouts around here in southern New England are definitely made better with gas bars. Whether you choose the linguisa, which is a mild sausage made from lean cuts of quality meats and the authentic natural spices, or the spicy shuris, or the linguisa dogs, or the, the sausage out of the casing that is a must-have ingredient in your basic stuffy. Mm-hmm. So many ways to enjoy the great gas bars and some new ways too, like linguisa sliders. Yeah. Find it at all major supermarkets, like the ones I broadcast from. Plenty of them within sound of my voice all over the place that carry gas bars. The original Portuguese sausage goes back 95 years. Gaspar's, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, broadcasting live today from the Ironworks. Great to be here and with you, and nice to have you dining out with Bruce Newberry. We are in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave says, savor the flavor of summer. It may just be time for a BLT. How's this? Locally grown red ripe tomatoes, California crisp iceberg lettuce, Sugardale premium bacon. Dave's has the makings all set for you. And Dave's has a summer selection of whatever you're looking for with the finest locally grown produce. Those red ripe tomatoes, butter and sugar sweet corn, jumbo green peppers, crisp romaine lettuce, snow white cauliflower, super select cucumbers, fresh black beauty eggplant, of course zucchini, or yellow summer squash. Dave's has whatever you're cooking up. Getting ready to stock up for back to school? Dave's has some specials that will save you money. It's Dave's Marketplace and and of course, Dave's Brick Oven Pizza ready for you to order and pick up. For the rest of the summer, Dave's is fresh. Dave's is local. Dave's is Rhode Island with 10 locations. And we're live in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. The deck at 15 Point Road is now open. Relax on the deck overlooking the waterfront of the Old Stone Bridge and enjoy the lunch menu at 15 Point Road, served Thursday through Sunday. There are plenty of number 15 signature items like the clam chowder, creamy with tender clams, New England style, of course. The 15 Point Stuffies, a must with garlic butter and the sriracha hot sauce and, of course, the signature stuffing. Don't miss the fritter basket and a classic lobster 
lobster roll. Now, you've heard Sean and Carly Smith and I talk about how carefully that bun is sourced. And, of course, the lobster meat, always local, so tender, dressed just right with lettuce and that crispy, tasty vegetable slaw. And enjoy the lunch menu at 15 Point Road, served Thursday through Sunday. 15 Point Road, Island Park in Portsmouth. The deck at 15 Point Road is now open. Make sure you mention you heard the food dude, Bruce Newberry, talking about the deck at 15 Point Road. Summer dining is the best at 1149 with the midweek meal deal for two. Tuesday through Thursday, anytime from 4 to 9. Select a bottle of Gooseneck Vineyards wine, two entrees, two desserts for $49.95. Choices, there are always choices. 1149 short ribs, bacon-wrapped meatloaf, grilled beef tips, chicken salt and boca, chicken marsala, shrimp and capellini pasta, bolognese, chicken a la vodka, chicken parmesan, don't forget dessert, vanilla bean cheesecake, flourless chocolate tort, or a brownie sundae throughout the month of August. And don't forget the kids, because they're going to eat free when an adult orders an entree. And that includes brunch, the famous 1149 Sunday brunch, Sundays 10 to 2. Kids under 12 eat free when an adult orders. 1149, so cool this summer, so close to home. 1149 Division Street in Warwick, East Greenwich. Find out more at 1149.com. Spell it out, 1149.com. Make sure you mention you heard the food dude, Bruce Newberry, talking about 1149. 49 for the summer. I'm Lydia Bastianich, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at the Ironworks in Warwick, and uh, yeah, the food has arrived. Uh, the the first of a couple of of shipments that have come out from the Ironworks kitchen. And uh, when we came in this morning, the wood fire was going, and it's just terrific. And uh, with us is Chef Joe Calderon. Joe, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Thanks for having us. Cool. Thanks for having us. We're in your place today, so we appreciate the hospitality very, very much indeed. What uh, what did you bring us? All right, so first round we have our locally inspired appetizer. So it's um, wood grilled Rhode Island mushrooms. So we get all of our mushrooms from Rhode Island Mushroom Company in West Kingston. So we have shiitakes, um, creminis, and mayatakes. So we oil them up with olive oil, some herbs. We put them on our wood grill to toast up. Um, then we broil them. So we broil them with some smoked mozzarella, nice. and just some fresh herbs to finish, and a little bit of lemon juice just to so, so bring good. It out. And then you serve it in a cast iron serve skillet. It in a cast iron, so it comes out warm to the guests. The cheese doesn't get all hard, so it yeah. stays nice and soft and pliable. Really good. Everything dish. tastes better in a cast it iron does. skillet, yeah, doesn't I it? Know. It does. Oh man, that's uh, so so great. And of course, Instagram worthy. We always have to take the pictures. Fantastic. <laughs> all of that good stuff. Our official photographer Ben Newberry is on the case, and uh, that's great. Rhode Island Mushroom Company. What a great success story. They're 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 unbelievable. I've been using them for years. Um, our company always likes to buy as local as possible, so we're, they're definitely one of the vendors that we have a great relationship with. Yeah, they are really one of the great great. Uh, Rhode Island food producers. Tell us about this uh, sandwich with its own zip code. Yes. So we have our New York-inspired pastrami. So we get this locally from Boston. We don't make it ourselves here. Um, It's a one-pound pastrami sandwich, so exactly what you get in the New York deli. 
a little bit of Swiss cheese, whole grain mustard, and some rye bread. Pretty simple, but a great sandwich. So that you take, take half here, take half home. That's about fun. it. Yeah. Right now, that's a that's a New York sandwich, no doubt about it. And it's one of, uh, gosh, about uh, 10 or so great sandwiches yeah, that 10, you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, including a lobster roll, of course. Of course, the lobster roll, I think, is the best in the state. That's my personal yeah, biased yeah. opinion. And you know what I love that I'm starting to see on a bunch of menus is uh, you have a shaved prime rib sandwich. Yeah, all is. of our prime rib is done overnight, so we cook it for 10 hours. Um, then we shave it. Yeah, it's not your typical shaved steak sandwich, we'll say that. That's for sure, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, more than more than just the steak and cheese. Absolutely. Now, how long have you been here, Joe? I've been here for almost a year. Yeah. Yep, with the company. With the, with the company, which is such a great success story. We were talking about it when we started the show here today. And uh, the, the great thing about the Newport Restaurant Group is that it's an employee-owned company and, and specializes in these unique places. I mean, absolutely. this place had a story of its own way, way, way before it was even a restaurant. Oh, absolutely. We were more of a tavern um, when I first started here. Now we're more of a gastropub with a – let's do a fun twist on food. We source as local as possible. Um, all of our all of our restaurants do, and that's pretty much why I came to this company because our food emphasis is so great that you don't get that in a lot of restaurants. And with small wonder, because you have some Rhode Island chef success stories who are kind of in the executive C-suite these days. Yeah, definitely, it's fantastic. I mean, people our, like Karsten our, Hart and Casey Riley, and those guys yeah, are out there. Chef uh, Kevin, I mean, Chef uh, Kevin is the yeah. is excellent. Yeah, it's a great inspiration to look up to these people, and I've always been in places where there was, wasn't anyone to look up to, but right. now we have all of these um, ideas going around, and sitting at a round table with them is fantastic, throwing oh, no. ideas back and forth. Wow, and, that's really good to know. That's yeah. a great That's a great little bit of insider stuff there. Yeah, it's Joe. awesome. When we did our menu, we literally sat at a table for three hours, and we just bounced ideas back and forth, and having four culinary minds do that is pretty interesting. Wow, really what, what is yeah. that like? Is it like... You know, is it like songwriting? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I don't know what songwriting is like because I'm definitely not like that. But, I mean, our creative flow just got started and it just, I mean, we had notes and notes and notes within two to three hours we had. So pretty much happened? our menu. How did how did something kind of make the, the cut? Did you have like a... It was you, hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had probably 20 more ideas than what is on this menu right now. But me and Chef Kevin go to our, we have a... Um, satellite kitchen at our corporate office so we're there most weeks just cooking and cooking and tasting and cooking and cooking and redoing and redoing and it took five months for this menu to that a fact oh yeah wow see that and a lot so of hard you, work say it's that. a lot of hard work absolutely and you know we think of chefs and we think of the chefs toiling mightily in the kitchen and you know over the wood grill and putting these dishes together but you know yeah. you, you raise a great point it actually starts before that oh, making that menu doesn't it yeah i mean our fall menu comes out in october we already started two weeks ago so you have to ask how far ahead you all were working. You have to get out of that summer mentality, which is hard, doing these tomatoes and watermelons and fresh fish, and then get into the fall and winter mentality of braising and squashes and apples and Brussels sprouts. Sure. And it's hard to get go back and forth with that. We're but not quite it's, ready for it's that. Fun. Oh, exactly. No, we're not. Not at all. <laughs> which is so funny. I, I yep. just did a I just did an episode of the podcast yesterday, and we were talking about how some of the kind of corporate food folk and and drink folk yep. are trying to rush the season so yeah, like the october ale do. is coming out already oh, yeah. and i guess somebody got in trouble not in trouble but they they ran the wrath of the social media for daring to 
come out with the pumpkin spice latte already. Yeah, can't do that. You yet. can't yeah. do it. It's not, it's not nah, allowed. It's definitely not appropriate. Got to violate some law of no, nature exactly. or something. Yeah, we're still it? we're still in the midst of this great summer island, so we got to enjoy it, it while we have it. That's it. Definitely. How uh, how are you finding the season's produce coming in? Is it is it here Fantastic. where it's supposed to be? Oh, oh great. yeah. We just it was a little late because June was a little rainy and colder so tomatoes have just started to come in a couple weeks ago like i said we have a great special tonight with i did a tomato watermelon water with fresh watermelons from greenview farms in north kingston tomatoes from greenview farms in north kingston so halibut east coast halibut it's great yeah nice definitely coming to try that oh that sounds great tonight yeah. doesn't it fantastic well we're sure looking forward to uh getting a taste of this here yes. and uh, there'll be more in just a little while as we kind of get into the lunch menu a little bit and we'll uh, chat with uh, general manager uh, Derek Emery in a little while and talk more about the history of this place and and what you'll find when you come here but great to have you join us out of the Thank kitchen you so much we really appreciate, appreciate it. it all right and there's a taste of what is going on here at the ironworks today where we're broadcasting live here in the Dave's marketplace broadcast bistro here at the ironworks and we we are on Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick, and uh, you know where we are, right at the right here at the corner. Just look for Ironworks. Want to uh, make mention that talking about the fall coming on, that is going to be another great season and really a just an impactful season for your Rhode Island Philharmonic. And we invite you to be there for the inaugural season of Bramwell Tovey conducting the Rhode Island Philharmonic Orchestra at the Vets Auditorium. And ticket packages are available now at rifil.org. And uh, all of our music, when we talk music here on the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio, because the food needs the music too. And our music is brought to you by Robert's Music. Robert's Music, back to school, back to band and orchestra. And you know about Roberts with music students and school bands and such. But check out Roberts' combo section. If you're gigging out, this is where you go for guitars and drums and ukuleles and strings and picks and sticks and lessons and everything that you need. The music plays at Roberts, so keep playing for what's left of the summer. Castle Hill Inn. By the way, a sibling property to the Ironworks, which you may or may not know. Castle Hill Inn, what a unique destination. And wherever you're listening to the food do today, you know, fall's a-coming. It'll be here before you know it, the change of the seasons. And maybe that's a getaway time for you. Can I recommend the Castle Hill Inn for a fall getaway for you? First of all, it's Newport, but it's, well, it's what we call the shoulder season. And so you're going to be in plenty of company. We don't roll the streets up and <laughs> the bay doesn't go away. But you'll find that there are some values to be found and some getaway packages Hey, everything from a little bit of a fall getaway, because there is foliage in southern New England as well, all the way to an elopement package. There are bonfires at night. There are nature walks. There is so much to enjoy. And you know what they say, the water stays warm till November. Why don't you visit CastleHillInn.com or speak to your travel professional, and uh, we'll see you this fall at the amazing Castle Hill Inn on the legendary Ocean Drive in Newport, Rhode Island. From the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, we're here at the Ironworks, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. 
respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food, better service, better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Robert's Music, keeping the beat and watching the calendar. It is that time. Back to school, back to music, back to band. Cut your tryout date yet. Make sure you're sharp with lessons, supplies, and repairs from Robert's. You know Robert's Music for band instruments and rentals. Have you seen the combo side? Guitars, ukuleles, drums. Robert's Music is the place for serious musicians. 18 teachers, 11 lesson rooms. Robert's is music in Rhode Island. Robert's Musical Instruments in West Warwick. Robert's Music on Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath congratulates design consultant Erica Pearson. She's named the Professional Remodeler Magazine's list of 40 under 40. Just one of the design builders at Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath. You know, remodels don't just happen in the kitchen or the bathroom. Multi-room remodels are happening today. Register now at rikb.com. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath congratulates design consultant Erica Pearson. She's named the Professional Remodeler Magazine's list of 40 under 40. There are just no bad weather days at Cov. Never too hot. Courtyard is breezy. The dining room, cool and sparkling. The menu, just perfect. It's eclectic. It's modern. It's classic. Always something to enjoy. And the famous Cov weekend brunch, there's just nothing like it. The weekend starts on Wednesday at Cov with martini specials and Alexis Lee and Jazz. It's all at beautiful Cov, C-A-V Cov, the Jewelry District, 14 Imperial Place. Make a reservation on Open Table. It's Cov. Food I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Oh, man. We are making all kinds of friends here today, or uh, this food is definitely for sure. Uh, how about a little cheese? Yeah, we can definitely use some of that. There is uh, the cheese festival going on, and uh, we want to find out all about it. So joining us on the line from the Vermont Cheese Makers Festival, Tom Bivens. Tom, nice to have you with us here on Dining Out with Bruce Newberry. Thanks, Bruce. It's good to be here. Great to uh, talk to you. This is the 11th annual Vermont Cheese Makers Festival. Tell us what's going on. Uh, it's been going on all week, right? Well, we've been part of a number of different things. Uh, Verm- Vermont itself is having its open farm week, so a lot of our creameries have been open. Right. And then um, we today have a... Um, Cheese Education Day here at Shelburne Farms. So we have folks 
wandering around in the pastures, looking at the different uh, types of uh, feed and forage in the fields, as well as learning to make uh, cheddar cheese and getting a science class. So lots of different things happening. And then tomorrow, of course, is the festival. Right. Uh, And we have the cheesemakers dinner tonight. But uh, the cheese industry in Vermont has just really burgeoned over the last few years with uh, these artisan cheesemakers. We know the big ones, but some of these artisans are really coming in and kind of becoming the big ones as well. Uh, you've got Jasper Hill there. Who are the other ones uh, that you that really, I know we don't want to leave anybody out, but uh, tell us someone that we really want to find out and should find out more about at the Cheesemakers Festival. One of the cheesemakers that we have at the festival is Parish Hill Creamery, and they've really been doing some innovative uh, work around native um, cultures, so they're creating their own native cultures as well as their, you know, um, uh, micro uh, environments for their cheese. And then we have, um, oh, and they're doing experiments with other cheesemakers. So uh, really very cool stuff from Parish Hill. Um, we also have uh, Consider Bardwell Farm, which is a really lovely um, bucolic um farm down in Paulette, Vermont, and uh, yes. they've been making some award-winning cheeses, too. Um, Springbrook Farm will be there. Um, and, of course, you know, we have the bigger cheesemakers like Vermont Creamery and and uh, Cabot and, and Jasper Hill. Right. You know, what's I'm finding, uh, Tom, is that the the cheese industry is becoming very much like the American wine industry, where there are types of cheese and varietals almost that we didn't even hear about even a few years ago and uh, it's really making things so much more fun on menus uh what are some of the some of those and and if i'm not using the right word all i i'm likening it to to wine these varietal cheeses these uh kind of new or rediscovered cheeses that are really coming into their own we're actually seeing a lot of um sort of american originals being made both here in vermont and the rest of the uh, and in the rest of the country and those are really um sort of original recipes created by the cheesemakers um often they're sort of um you know based or they they are vaguely familiar uh, with other cheeses made around the world but um, they really are their own unique um, combination of cultures and and microorganisms. So um, that's very exciting. I, I think uh, one of those is, again, from Parish Hill. They're making something called Cornerstone, and that cheese is actually being made by four different cheesemakers around the country. So you can, the same cheese with all the same ingredients, but four different cheesemakers, and you can really see the variation between cheesemakers, um, you know, I think what Americans are really learning now, and particularly cheesemakers and the and the winemakers have already known this, is how important terroir is to the um, the products that are being made. Uh, and I think in Vermont we're really paying attention to uh, you know the space that you're that you're using to produce your product, uh, the feed that the animals are getting, the forage in the field. Um, I think we're we're just you know sort of the artists and cheesemakers are starting to see those um, components 
taking the forefront in, in cheese making. It's so true, and you are certainly right on it, Tom Bivens, up there at the Vermont Cheese Festival today. And it the terroir is is everything. Now, uh, we've heard of, and I'm not sure if this is going on in Vermont, you'll tell me, but in places like Wisconsin, from what I'm understanding, they're actually changing and adding to some of the feed that these cows take in to actually change the flavor of the cheese. Uh, is that going on in Vermont, or are we just uh, so happy with the beautiful grass and the foothills of the Green Mountains and the wonderful pasture land? I mean, this is, especially in Addison County, the land of milk and honey. Uh, is there is there some tweaking going on with what these cows are eating to affect the flavor of this wonderful cheese? Um I think that what's happening in Wisconsin hopefully will just stay in Wisconsin. Being in Vermont, will just stay in Vermont. <laughs> a good answer, I think Tom Vivens. I'm with you. I think what I think um, what we're doing here in Vermont is actually what we should be doing with quality milk and quality feed, and um, you know, in these beautiful uh, hills and foothills of Vermont. I, that's that's what we do best is growing great product, though, um, not just food, but forage as well for our animals. And, and you know, what we're seeing a lot of is cheesemakers who are moving to a more grass-fed-based um, diet so that their animals have a healthier, um, really just a healthy, healthier gut. So, yes. um, you know, and then, and then they're healthier cows and they're, cre- they're producing really tasty, rich milk that can be used to, to make fantastic cheese. So I You've think, you know, got we're, it. No question. I, I, I think we're I'm really so happy to too. hear you say that. I really am. So what will take place for the rest of the day at the Cheesemakers Festival today at Shelburne Farms? And are there any other venues that you want to make mention of? What's what's happening for the rest of the weekend? Sure. Um, well, we're finishing up our, um, we'll be doing our education day today. And as I said, this is the first year that we've done it. We have about 100 um, folks who are participating in that. And um, once that's done, we'll be setting up for the festival tomorrow. We have about 45 cheesemakers who are planning on being there, as well as another 100 um, food producers. And the Vermont Woodwork Council, Woodworks Council will also be there. There's a, we're doing a, um, we're judging a, a cheese board competition. I saw the the preliminary winners and it was pretty amazing so I'm, I'm really excited to see who the who the top dog is but um and there's some new folks who are coming from all over the state uh to, to introduce new products for us so we're we're really um excited i think this is you know we're very this event has been very popular for the last uh, 11 years and i think it's because people really get to talk to the cheesemakers and they get to talk to the producers of the products that we that are, are spotlighted there. And, you know, right now, Vermont's making some amazing um, beers, ciders, meads. Uh, the wine industry has really matured in the state of Vermont. And, um, you know, I think uh, the spirits um, programs throughout the state are pretty amazing. Um, so that, along with cheese and the bread and jams and honey and I mean, it's just sausages and, and salamis. I mean, it's just an amazing event. And I really think uh, people get a great opportunity to, to try a wide variety of fantastic products being produced in Vermont. And plenty of room today uh, there at, uh, uh, at the festival. Tell us how we can get in, what we have to do. The Cheese Festival is open to the general public on Sunday from 10 to 4. 
And if anybody's interested in tickets, they can go to our website. It's vtcheesefest.com, and you can order tickets right from there, and there'll be a list of all the producers that are that uh, are planning on showing up for it, and any of your questions can get answered there. Fantastic. Well, uh, it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous festival. Beautiful day. Uh, could be a little rain maybe later on, but don't worry about a thing. And uh, all of the best for the 11th Annual Vermont Cheesemakers Festival going on at Shelburne Farms. And uh, Tom Bivens, thanks very, very much. Hey, let's uh, get our ahead of this thing early next year, and maybe we'll bring the whole show up there. That would be great. Thanks, Bruce. We would love to do that. Thank you very, very much indeed. All of the best to uh, everybody at the Vermont Cheesemakers Festival going on at Shelburne Farms right now as we speak. Hey, on that Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page, you're going to see the Vermont skillet that uh, has... Well, it has apples, and it has sausage, and it has uh, potatoes, and it has some ham, and it has uh, just all kinds of wonderful things, a couple of eggs in there as well. It is fuel, and you are going to be well-fueled as you start up with the Vermont skillet on the all-day brunch menu at the Blue Plate Diner. The Blue Plate Diner, you should get on Blue Plate Diner time as soon as you can because summer is slipping away. So if you're planning a visit to the Newport area, make sure you stop in and and make it your headquarters. I actually did yesterday. I was there for breakfast, came back for lunch, and you will too. The all-day brunch menu at the Blue Plate Diner. Stop on in. It's a diner. What does that mean? They'll know what you like, where you like to sit, even whether you want to turn on TV or just uh, talk to friends and family. Plenty of room in those big booths for the entire fam. So don't miss out. Get on Blue Play Diner time just as soon as you can at the Blue Play Diner, 665 West Main Road in Middletown. Middletown, Rhode Island. But uh, stop on in, particularly our dear friends from Quebec. Ted loves to see Jimmy Souvien license plates in his lot. Oh, do stop in and he'll be so happy to see you. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Ironworks here in Warwick, broadcasting live. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You know what time it is. It's the best time of the year, the sizzling season. Get that grill going, get the cookout started, and in southern New England, cookouts mean gas bars, linguisa and churis, available at all major supermarkets. The Portuguese sausage that's been invited to the better cookouts for 95 years. Gas bars is great on the grill. Those lean cuts of quality meats, the authentic spices, made according to the same gas bars recipe for all of those years. It's just great on the grill. Slice the traditional sausage in half lengthwise. Get it going on a good hot grill. Or try the linguisa dogs or spicy should ease. And don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without Gaspars. Gaspars, the real Portuguese sausage. Invited to cookouts, clam bakes, clam boils all around this area for longer than anybody can remember. Available at all major supermarkets. Gaspars for 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy get sizzling this summer with gas bars hey this is emerald lagasse you're dining out with bruce newberry bam (laughs) 
Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at the Ironworks today. And our question du jour, what do you have delivered and who delivers it? And not surprisingly, one of our first responses was, I get Panera a couple of times a week. Very, very nice. And Panera delivers. So uh, there you are. Panera has a couple of words for you, breakfast and lobster. Yes, the summer corn chowder, the new cold brew coffee, those breakfast wraps, the strawberry poppy seed salad, lobster rolls, of course, and lobster mac and cheese, too. And it can all be delivered. Just visit PaneraBread.com. The Panera Bread Bakery Cafe is owned and operated by the Howley Bread Group. And not all cafes offer delivery. Check with your local cafe and visit PaneraBread.com. Hey, check out my podcast. I made mention of it a little bit earlier. It's the Bruce Newberry Food Dude podcast. And our latest episode, Anna Maria Alberghetti in a Taxi Honey. Yes, with none other than Amy Traverso. And you'll have to find out where the Anna Maria Alberghetti reference comes in. You know you know the reference. <laughs> Check it out wherever you find your podcasts. On uh, iTunes, or your Spotify, or your Google Podcasts, or Sears, or Montgomery Ward. What? I just want to see if you're paying attention. Uh, the Bruce Newberry Food Dude Podcast brought to you by Gaspar's, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. A little bit earlier, we were talking about what wine or what food goes well with champagne, and uh, it would definitely be fries. And that's a food and wine idea, by the way. It's uh, not originated with your food, dude. I wish I could take credit for it, but I will be very, very happy to do the research. An amazing mushroom appetizer, that skillet, that uh, mushroom wood-grilled Rhode Island mushroom skillet. I cannot tell you how amazing the smoked mozzarella was even more smoke coming off that wood grill just amazing and uh, i can think of a beverage that might complement that and i'll bet alex could too well alex allen allen's wine and spirits how's the summer go bruce uh, strong summer here we're very happy to have the uh, clientele we have and to see what people are uh, into this year which is a little different than last year i think it seems to be people are picking up some different things there are some some new items out there on the shelf and on the list from which to choose uh, where are people getting introduced to some of these new tastes and what are these new tastes you know a lot of times people come in with with it in mind if they've seen a commercial or they've had something at a restaurant but yeah we'll also steer them in the right direction of what we we see as trending what's popular what's cool uh and you can't really think of summer and not think of the hard seltzer movement renaissance right. that's happening right now uh i think it's stealing uh beer drinkers away it's stealing some light uh wine and uh, other things uh drinkers of those products and they're just going right to the seltzers we can't keep it here it's crazy is it the perception that the seltzer is you know, has some almost health benefits. I mean, that was the way that that seltzer that didn't have the the high test in it was always positioned. You know, I think it's it's really a uh, a product of the low sugar movement. Yeah, happening, the dietary trends that are happening. Uh, the great thing about the seltzer products, and you know, you know, they're all pretty much within the same uh, you know two or three grams of carbs, between four and and five and a half percent alcohol. So you, again, you're you're at basically what it's like a Michelob Ultra, like a very light 
easy to drink uh, product that is uh, appealing to a lot of different people. It is, and 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 we don't want to create the wrong impression, or we don't want to create an impression that this is a women's drink. The men are drinking the hard seltzer. It's pretty even, actually. I have some in my fridge at home. I don't know if you do, but I I, I am completely behind this. They're great for the beach, great for the boat, great for cookouts, and and uh, they generally come in cans. So that's also a, a you know for a safety sake, a good thing. You don't want to have broken glass. In right. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, and then people that are you know some people will find them too quote unquote seltzery. They're too light. They taste too much like soda water. So for those people, we have other products. For example, uh, Mighty Swell. Uh, that's actually a wine based seltzer. It's a little sweeter. It's it's about halfway between the hard seltzers and like a Mike's Hard Lemonade, which was kind of the the cool thing ten years ago kind of thing. I was going to ask you if these things have taken the place of that. You know, it it has, but it hasn't completely because the people that were turned on to Mike's and those kind of malt products, uh, they are used to that sweet flavor and those those different tastes that they'll have crazy, you know, uh, orange and margarita and watermelon and and a, a lot of a higher sugar and carb content, but those consumers don't really mind. Uh, so there is a product for everyone that uh, steps in the door, so to speak. Sure. You know, you mentioned the safety aspect of the product that is not in glass, and there are a lot of wines now coming down in cans. Absolutely. Yeah, we touched on that, and, and uh, we have probably 10 to 15 different products in the store at any time that are non-glass wine options, cans, resealable aluminum bottles. That you're recommending to someone that they're finding they're pleasantly surprised at trying. The uh, We had a customer in here yesterday and they were so happy with the, the line of sterling resealable aluminum bottles. They come in half bottles. We are in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave says savor the flavor of summer. It may just be time for a BLT. How's this? Locally grown red ripe tomatoes, California crisp iceberg lettuce, Sugardale premium bacon. Dave's has the Macon's all set for you. And Dave's has a summer selection of whatever you're looking for with the finest locally grown produce. Those red ripe tomatoes, butter and sugar sweet corn, jumbo green peppers, crisp romaine lettuce, snow white cauliflower, super select cucumbers, fresh black beauty eggplant, of course zucchini, or yellow summer squash. Dave's has whatever you're cooking up, getting ready to stock up for back to school. Dave's has some specials that will save you money. It's Dave's Marketplace and, of course, Dave's Brick Oven Pizza ready for you to order and pick up. For the rest of the summer, Dave's is fresh. Dave's is local. Dave's is Rhode Island with 10 locations. And we're live in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. I hope you'll get a look at what we have been enjoying so far. And I'm told that that's just the first course. Yeah, more food. Here at the Ironworks and uh, more of the greatest restaurants and more cheese because it is the Cheesemakers Festival. And so you take a look at the lineup here. And of course, it's much more than just cheese at the Cheesemakers Festival going on at Shelburne Farms. I mean, yes, there is uh, Parish Hill, as uh, as uh, Tom Bivens and I were talking about in the last hour. Jasper Hill is there, of course. And... Uh, I mean, places that you know, Plymouth Artisan Cheese. You certainly know Plymouth, Vermont, as a great place. Old school, Crowley Cheese Company still getting it done after all of these years. And Kate Hill Orchard, Champlain Valley Creamery, and Crooked Mile, Sage Farm Goat. Yes, the goats get their showing. I mean, it's a whole bunch more cows, but... Vermont goat cheese, our dear friends, the Von Trapps, 
are represented with Vermont Trap Farmstead and uh, Vermont Shepherd and so many more. But there are wonderful food artisans of all, all types from Red Hen to 802 Coffee to, uh, well, gosh, how about some salsa and ice cream? We've got it all going on. And uh, spirits, too. Uh, there are wineries, cideries, and uh, brewers. Is there any mead, you may ask? I've heard there's some mead up there. There's definitely honey. And so much more going on at the Cheesemakers Festival. And so you will not miss that Cheesemakers dinner a whisker. Not to worry. Here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, we have a couple of Facebook things going on here on the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page, in addition to all of this delicious food that we have for the weekend, not only what we've enjoyed so far today at the Ironworks, but yesterday at the Blue Plate. Check that on out, too. And there's a question du jour and a Food Dude Facebook question, an FDFB. Yes. And I think I have a correct answer in the question du jour. Do I? I actually have one. There's more than one correct answer for a question du jour. Name a favorite, name a famous restaurant, name a famous restaurant known by its signature color, orange. And Darcy already nailed the historic aspect with, a, with Hojo's. Yes. It's amazing how that's becoming generational. I mean, um, Ben Newberry, the official taster and photographer, is on board here in the broadcast bistro today. And I said, well, I said, uh, this is what we're looking for. He said, well, well, what are the answers? And I said, well, there's one of them. And it goes way, way back. There was a restaurant chain called Howard Johnson's that was everywhere. And they were known by their orange roofs. He said, yeah, I think I've heard of them. You probably saw it at an antique show or <laughs> some old uh, movie or TV show or something like that. There is another, and it is still still going strong today, still vibrant, still operating. So there's still room for you. And then our uh, food dude Facebook question today, what food do you get delivered and who delivers it? And there's a method to my madness here. I want to find out how ubiquitous the food delivery services, you know, the third party, the apps are around here, uh, wherever it happens to be. We talked on the weekday show this week to someone from New York City who was um, actually representing one of the apps and was talking about how you should watch out for this and that and the other thing and, and some different things that you can do to maximize your value and to make sure that the food is enjoyable and so forth. But as I wrote about in my dining out column in the Providence Business News, all well and good when you have a nice city with gridded out streets that are numbered and, you know, Fifth Avenue is here, and Broadway is here, and it's all pretty well known. But <laughs> you go to some place like, oh, I don't know, Burlington, let's say, or South Burlington, or Winooski, or Milton, or someplace like that, or Newport, and <laughs> it's not even so much that 
the delivery app drivers can't find the place that they're supposed to deliver to, they can't find the restaurants. <laughs> and the apps themselves uh, are a little bit a little bit dicey. Uh, I love one of the experiences that I actually had in Newport, Rhode Island, and the app actually said to me, I'm sorry, we don't operate in uh, this area just yet, but we will soon. And I said, well, this is crazy. We're not exactly in the wilderness here. But then I noodled around a little bit more and found that the app, and it had to have been just a glitch or something, or maybe not, who knows, that they considered other wilderness areas places like New Jersey. So I didn't feel half as bad. Anyway, here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Ironworks today, we have uh, so much food going on, so many exciting things. Hey, in case you missed it, by the way, in just uh, about a month's time, a eh, month and a half, I guess, we're all going to be gathered at the Newport Mansions Wine and Food Festival. And so we're starting to think about that. And in fact, if you have not heard, the special guest, the, the celebrity guest this year at the Newport Mansions Wine and Food Festival will be none other than Justin Chapel, the mad genius. He is the culinary director at large of food and wine. He is the host of the video series Mad Genius Tips. I think there's a podcast connected with that, too. And he is the author of Just Cook It and Mad Genius Tips. He's been all over the place on the tube, graduate of the French Culinary Institute. And we actually played one of his videos on the show last week. To um, And it was really great. It was He built for us a grilling basket. And it was a little bit of MacGyver going on here, you know? Sort of uh, a gourmet chef meets MacGyver. So not bad at all. So anyway, that'll be so great to see Justin at the Newport Mansions Wine and Food Festival. Tickets are on sale now, newportmansions.org. And, of course, we will broadcast live from the Newport Mansions Wine and Food Festival, as we do every year. Hey, we have that 1149 midweek meal deal going on that is uh, making so many friends all over the place. It is really just sort of, um, sort of uh, sending the uh, the dining out calendar a little bit askew. You know, I'm kind of finding this out that we're uh, actually finding with all of these kind of uh, restaurant weeks and these um, places that are uh, offering all kinds of uh, kind of off hour type things that it's really, I guess it's the idea, I guess the idea is working, but it is now very difficult to predict when there will be a busy night. And the nights and days that you would think would be the most packed are not always. So, for example, you may want to make sure that you get there early at 11.49 for the midweek meal deal for two Wednesday and Thursday evenings. Uh, now, it starts pretty early, but... Again, the smart money says get there early. And it's well worth it because you're going to be able to choose from things like grilled beef tips with chimichurri roasted vegetables. Oh, if you got in the mood for roasted vegetables by the the talk of one of our dear chef friends, 
Ooh, this is going to be great. Chimichurri roasted vegetables and mushrooms and whipped potatoes and chimichurri sauce, tender beef tips. Yeah. Bolognese. Chicken olive vodka. 11.49 short ribs. And uh, one entree per person. And there are more choices than that. And you get dessert like vanilla bean cheesecake or a brownie sundae. Yeah. It uh, is really a great deal. And the whole thing is $49.95, and that includes a bottle of Gooseneck Vineyards wine, Sauvignon Blanc, true New Zealand style, or the Gooseneck Vineyards Heritage Red Blend. I mean, we're talking raspberries and blackberries and cedar and vanilla, and this is a very, very nice and uh, very light, uh, wonderful, friendly red. So try it on up. That's the midweek meal deal, Wednesday and Thursday at 11.49. So how can you go wrong? And make sure you mention you heard the food dude talking about 11.49. We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at the Ironworks right on Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick, Warwick, Rhode Island. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Summer dining is the best at 11.49 with the midweek meal deal for two, Tuesday through Thursday, anytime from 4 to 9. Select a bottle of Gooseneck Vineyards wine, two entrees, two desserts for $49.95. Choices, there are always choices. 11.49 short ribs, bacon-wrapped meatloaf, grilled beef tips, chicken salt and boca, chicken marsala, shrimp and capellini pasta, bolognese, chicken a la vodka, Chicken Parmesan, don't forget dessert, vanilla bean cheesecake, flourless chocolate torte, or a brownie sundae throughout the month of August. And don't forget the kids, because they're going to eat free when an adult orders an entree. And that includes brunch, the famous 1149 Sunday brunch, Sundays 10 to 2, kids under 12, eat free when an adult orders. 1149, so cool this summer, so close to home. 1149 Division Street in Warwick, East Greenwich. Find out more at 1149.com. Spell it out. 1149.com. Make sure you mention you heard the food dude, Bruce Newberry, talking about 1149 for the summer. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath congratulates design consultant Erica Pearson. She's named the Professional Remodeler Magazine's list of 40 under 40. Just one of the design builders at Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath. You know, remodels don't just happen in the kitchen or the bathroom. Multi-room remodels are happening today. Register now at rikb.com. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath congratulates design consultant Erica Pearson. She's named the Professional Remodeler Magazine's list of 40 under 40. There are just no bad weather days at Cov. Never too hot. Courtyard is breezy. The dining room, cool and sparkling. The menu, just perfect. It's eclectic. It's modern. It's classic. Always something to enjoy. And the famous Cov weekend brunch, there's just nothing like it. The weekend starts on Wednesday at Cov with martini specials and Alexis Lee and jazz. It's all at beautiful Cov. C-A-V Cov, the jewelry district. 14 Imperial Place. Make a reservation on open table. It's Cov. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food 
Better service. Better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Food dude. I'm Bobby Flay, and I'm dining out with Bruce Newberry. We have a lot of company here at the Iron Works for sure. This is a great, great Saturday, and plenty of room for you here, as we'll find out in just a minute. But Chef Joe has brought back a couple of the uh, specialties from the luncheon menu. These are from the regular menu. And this is some great stuff here, Chef Joe. What do you have for us? So our personal favorite in-house, which would be our pork and braised Robbie sandwich. So you really don't see this anywhere. It's a thinly pounded pork cutlet, um, pan fried. Um, It's served with braised Robbie, which we cook for about an hour and a half. So we blanch it and then cook it with olive oil, garlic, some crushed red pepper. It really gets the bite out of it, so it's more like a sauce almost that yeah. goes onto the bread. Um, some sharp provolone and a roasted garlic aioli, um, and a French roll from Iggy's Bakery, which is a local bakery. I was just going to ask, where is that roll sourced from? And yeah. I know that I noticed on the menu that all of your breads and rolls come from Iggy's. Yes, that's great. Wow, that is a sandwich. Great sandwich. Yeah, uh, we got to get that photographed, and then. We have an entree on a board. Yes, so we have three boards. So we have a roasted chicken board, our steak board, and we also have a vegan board. Um, So we build them all. So our chickens are brined for a couple of days, then they are wood grilled. Um, They're deboned, so they're really easy to eat. They have some crispy potatoes underneath, um, wood roasted vegetables, a smoked tomato aioli, which we smoke all the tomatoes in-house and make the aioli out of, and a nice uh, chimichurri sauce to go with it. Oh, oh my gosh. This is uh, this is an amazing thing, and this is, uh, I guess it could be shared. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is, this is one of those... I could definitely eat it by myself. Right? You and Ben I mean, both yeah. could, uh, take, could take care of it, and uh, no doubt about it, but it is definitely shareable, and uh, this is this is tremendous, and this is one of uh, how many entrees are on that lunch menu? Oh, Joe? Yeah. yeah, our menu is an all-day menu, so lunch and dinner all day. Uh, so if you're hankering for a half chicken or a ribeye during the day, then you can get it. Well, that's it, and you know yeah. there are still enough people, and I'm I'm always impressed with the number of people who still make middle of the day meal Absolutely. their main meal. Yeah. Yeah, we get a lot of that. Yeah, yep. it's so old school, and uh, it's it flies in the face of everything that we hear about. Oh, you know? Exactly. Yep. But uh, you're definitely pointed right to it, and you're listening to what uh, your guests want, and uh, this is what they're asking definitely. for, and you're delivering, no doubt. what the guests want. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Boy, this is, uh, this is formidable, no doubt about it, and uh, a story with all of the ingredients. I love food and wine with a story, and this is what makes for great table talk. So, as you say, you've got the one source for the uh, tomato confit, and of course for the, the, the bakery, and yep. for just about every every part of that dish. Absolutely. So it's really great. Let's uh, bring Derek in here for a minute, and uh, we'll get to meet uh, Derek. Thanks, Chef Joe, very, very much indeed. And uh, General Manager Derek Emery joins us here in the Broadcast Bistro, and uh, it is great to see you. Great to be here. Thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for having us today on a busy, busy day for you. 
should be a pretty good day. Not bad for a beautiful Saturday in August. Well, that's it, you know, and, and you have to kind of take that into consideration. I mean, this is a, a great destination. We're right near the airport, the train station and everything, and so uh, we're definitely a transportation hub. But there's no beach outside no, our door. There's no beach. We have lovely views of Jefferson Boulevard, but we, um, you know, we do uh, we do pride ourselves for being, you know, a great location and a great spot to to visit when you're in the war. Definitely. Warwick area. It's centrally located from everywhere, and uh, this is great. It's such a, a place of history as a restaurant, but as a landmark way before it was a restaurant. It is. Built in 1867, it was a uh, malleable ironworks foundry. And T. Thomas Jefferson Hill, the namesake for Jefferson Boulevard, was actually the president and owner of the company. Uh, so this has been around for over 100 years. And they used to do, uh, you know, all the iron products out of the factory itself. So it's been, the offices have been preserved. The factory is, has long disappeared, but the, the uh, original offices have been preserved upstairs. And we do actually convert it into a private dining area. Yeah. So you can go upstairs and, and actually sit in the same office as Thomas Jefferson Hill huh. uh, and celebrate with your friends, family, or, you know, office comrades group. Sure. So, uh, you it, just had a group come in today. A, a group came in just as we were kicking things off. Who you showed around up there. They had a special occasion coming, and they yeah. wanted a special place. Yeah, looking for a place to hold a wedding reception. So it's such a, uh, just such a dynamic space that you can do so many different things in there. You know, from the wedding receptions to the boardroom meetings to we've actually done full weddings upstairs. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just talking that. about a very versatile property. Well, you, know, you were telling me how many companies had come in just in the past few weeks, and it was a who's who. It was like reading the business news of the the, the businesses and oh, we, we get a lot of had. business leaders come through here. Um, you know, it's a great place for a business lunch, even in the you know in the downstairs, which you know where we're sitting right now. We'll have some folks come down and, and do business during the day, and at night we get you know a lot of travelers, families. Um, which is, you know, one of the great things about being with this group and being in this property is just the, the diversity that we get coming through here. It's right. fantastic. Right. It's so great. And if you've been here, if you if you have been here in the Ironworks day and uh, remember it as a, in a certain way as I do, you're really going to like how uh, the look of the place has just been freshened up a little bit. It's much brighter in here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we opened up the windows, brightened up with the, you know, the whitewash on the walls and, you know, this, the staff is incredible. Yeah. You know, as we were talking earlier, if you were, if you were um, a, a frequenter of the former Ironworks Tavern, you know, we've, we've retained about 98% of the staff. So That's great. It's, 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 you know, a great uh, achievement, I think, in the sense that they, they appreciate that, you know, we've taken it to the next step, yeah. next level. And, you know, they've really been an integral part of the success of the business over the years. So, you know, why not harness that success and continue it? Because they're, they're a great group of professionals um, that really great. appreciate what they do. No question. And you've got some history here as well. Bill is still here and uh, he was yeah. a mainstay since the place opened up. Kenny behind yep. the bar. Kenny who, behind the bar, still behind the bar. Who has his own following from his restaurant back he in does. the day. He does. And so, you know, that's the kind of, of connection that you have. So, as you say, uh, as you say, Derek, that if you were a regular here or stopped in or remember the place, oh yeah, we used to go in and see so and so. You know what? They're probably still here. Absolutely. And that says a lot for you. And you know, 
in in talking about sometimes people say, well, you know, what do you think of uh, when a restaurant closes and such? And you know, and I'm I'm not one for negatives, and I don't tell people where not to go and such. But you have to recognize the relationship that we on this side of the table have with a particular restaurant. And if it was our special place, our favorite place, the place that we went uh, and and met somebody for a beer on Wednesdays. That that's a relationship and that's a, a meaningful connection and to have it still still going on today and mm-hmm. knowing that our friends are still here that really means a lot. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I, it, it it also is a big part of you know what we believe in um, not only as an organization but here at the Ironworks particularly is you know the importance of that emotional connection and those relationships that we establish within our communities. We do get you know. Uh, we being actually where we are, you know, a lot of um, businesses will say, you know, we have regulars that are members of the community, you right. know, when, and we're, we're very pleased and proud to have those individuals part of our business. Um, but we also have the unique ability to say we have regulars from around the world because we do get people that come in through the airport uh, on business travel from different parts of the world and they'll frequent through here and they're very familiar with the, the folks that we have uh, on board here. So, um, it is a special dynamic, and again, to the credit of you and the Newport Restaurant Group, you recognize that. Oh, very important. I mean, it's a key foundation to what we believe in and what we do. Um, you know, we're not here, or we are here to serve our guests, right. and without our guests, we, we have no one to serve. So right, and you've got plenty of people that. to serve today. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a good day. Should I think it's going to be a good day, and we're having a great time here, and we thank you so much, you and uh, Andrea and everybody, for your hospitality here, and Chef Anytime. Joe, of course. We uh, love being here, and we're being so well taken care of. We really appreciate it. So anything you need, let us know. You bet. How can somebody find out more about the Ironworks, get in touch with you, maybe talk about that private dining room? Well, they can call into the restaurant, stop by and visit if you're in the area. You can also visit our website. What's um, the website? Uh, www.ironworkswarwick.com. Ironworkswarwick.com. And how about the phone number? Is 401-597-5111. Excellent. All right. So great to be here and continued success to all of you. Thanks very much for having a great day here. Thank you for being here. All right, Derek. Thanks very much. And again, that's a taste of what is going on here at the Ironworks Tavern live here in the Dave's Marketplace broadcast bistro. And uh, we have just so much going on here today. And for the rest of the summer, you want to get yourself on uh, the rest of your summertime. But, you know, We do have to recognize that seasons change and fall will be approaching. And maybe that's the time that you set aside for yourself and for a getaway. And can we think about maybe a fall getaway to the Castle Hill Inn? The Castle Hill Inn in Newport, which is a sister property, by the way, to our location today. But a special place for sure and a special place in the fall. Now, by no means are you going to be the only ones in the inn, although that has its advantages too. You're going to have plenty of company and plenty to do with the dining specialties and packages that you have with uh, all of what is offered in terms of foliage. Yes, there is foliage in in southern New England. The bay doesn't go anywhere. And uh, things to do, of course, Newport in the fall is wonderful. There are nature walks to be done there on the property at Castle Hill and in the greater area on Ocean Drive. There uh, is so much to do. You can just sit out on the lawn and watch the cruise ships come in, and they do that aplenty. There are getaways for everything from uh, 
just a quick trip for the two of you to an elopement and so much more spa packages and uh, you'll just find something that you will just love and make it a memorable fall for you and someone special at Castle Hill Inn. Visit CastleHillInn.com or talk to your travel professional, Castle Hill Inn in Newport, Rhode Island. We are in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're broadcasting live today from the Ironworks here in Warwick, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. We are in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave says, savor the flavor of summer. It may just be time for a BLT. How's this? Locally grown red ripe tomatoes, California crisp iceberg lettuce, Sugardale premium bacon, Dave's has the Makins all set for you. And Dave's has a summer selection of whatever you're looking for with the finest locally grown produce. Those red ripe tomatoes, butter and sugar sweet corn, jumbo green peppers, crisp romaine lettuce, snow white cauliflower, super select cucumbers, fresh black beauty eggplant, of course zucchini, or yellow summer squash. Dave's has whatever you're cooking up. Getting ready to stock up for back to school? Dave's has some specials that will save you money. It's Dave's Marketplace and of course Dave's Brick Oven Pizza ready for you to order and pick up. For the rest of the summer, Dave's is fresh. Dave's is local. Dave's is Rhode Island with 10 locations and we're live in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. The deck at 15 Point Road is now open. Relax on the deck overlooking the waterfront of the Old Stone Bridge and enjoy the lunch menu at 15 Point Road, served Thursday through Sunday. There are plenty of number 15 signature items like the clam chowder, creamy with tender clams, New England style, of course. The 15 Point Stuffies, a must with garlic butter and the sriracha hot sauce and, of course, the signature stuffing. Don't miss the fritter basket and a classic lime. Lobster roll. Now, you've heard Sean and Carly Smith and I talk about how carefully that bun is sourced. And, of course, the lobster meat, always local, so tender, dressed just right with lettuce and that crispy, tasty vegetable slaw. And enjoy the lunch menu at 15 Point Road, served Thursday through Sunday. 15 Point Road, Island Park in Portsmouth. The deck at 15 Point Road is now open. Make sure you mention you heard the food dude, Bruce Newberry, talking about the deck at 15 Point Road. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food. Better service. Better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Food dude. I am Jacques Pepin. <laughs> Uh, here from the Connecticut, and I'm here dining out with the Bruce Newberry.
in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. First of all, we are located at 597 Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick, Rhode Island for your GPS pleasure. 597 Jefferson Boulevard. The phone number here is 401-739-5111. That's the number to call the Ironworks if you'd like to make a reservation, find out about the private dining room, and so much more. Be there for the inaugural season of Bramwell Tovey conducting the Rhode Island Philharmonic Orchestra at the Vets. Ticket packages available now at rifill.org. And when we talk music, we talk Robert's Music. Robert's Musical Instruments bringing you our music here on the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. It is back to school, back to band and orchestra. But you know, Robert's Music is so much more. Check out Robert's Combo Section for guitars, drums, ukuleles. (laughs) Everybody needs a ukulele. RobertsMusicRI.com. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And uh, in two weeks, we will be on the porch at the Wayberry Inn in Middlebury. Can't wait. And it's going to be so great to be there. And we're going to be there in time for Blueberry Month, which goes on during the month of August all over Vermont. And at the Wayberry Inn, there's a vegetarian special that is so good. And follow me through this now. Eggplant parm. And how does this involve blueberries? Well, stand by. We bake the eggplant. And uh, then we have um, blueberry streusel pie with local blueberries. Yeah. There was a dinner special the other night, pan-seared cod with leeks, criminy mushrooms, on thinly sliced tomato with a basil bear blanc. Uh-huh. And summer squash and carrots, of course, from Addison County Farms, the land of milk and honey. And... Yes, there is blueberry streusel pie, but there's also Chardonnay cake with lemon curd filling and Italian buttercream. Oh, my. And so much more. So I think we're going to be on the porch, but I'm not 100% sure. We may be, uh, we may well be in the dining room, which is kind of a an inside porch if you're familiar at all with the Wayberry Inn. And I hope you will be familiar with the Wayberry Inn. Maybe uh, plan a fall getaway. Certainly foliage central there in Addison County at the foot of the Green Mountains, right at the edge of the Green Mountain National Forest, right on the edge of town in Middlebury with Lake Champlain just beyond. And places like Breadloaf and uh, Texas Falls and the Falls of Lana, (laughs) all of these places I used to hang out in. And we're going to be back there in two weeks, so can't, can't wait. Meanwhile, here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, we have a couple of uh, couple of uh, things going on here. Our question du jour about the restaurant whose signature is uh, signature color has the signature color of orange. Yes, and I had to choose those words very very carefully because. One of the places was a, a historic place. It was the old Howard Johnson's that Darcy knew right away. And yet there is still a 
restaurant that is very, very vibrant and going on here. And so that one's still going. So that one still remains unguessed. So feel free to hit the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page. In the meantime, we've got to get posting with our latest course of lunch here. Now, you can definitely have lunch, and you don't have to uh, go quite as as in-depth as we did between the pastrami sandwich and the mushroom appetizer and the roast chicken and the roast pork and broccoli rabi on the torpedo. <laughs> you can just have one of those if you Hey, go for the whole thing. You know the kind of life you live. And we're being so, so well taken care of. Just the way we are at the Blue Plate Diner, which is where I had I got a chance to spend two meals of yesterday with Ted Carusis. Well, Ted, we're here at the Blue Plate Diner, our favorite booth. Summer is slipping away. I know. It's flying by. It seems it took a little while to get here, and then once it got here, the throttle went full full throttle, and hard to believe the kids are back in school in less than three weeks. It's true. So get yourself on Blue Plate Diner time as soon as you can. Absolutely. Uh, there's still some time left for the light eats, if you will. Right, and people are eating lighter before they go to the beach. Yeah, it's crazy, actually. It's funny. As our menus evolve and change, we try and kind of watch what are we selling more of, what are sell- selling less of, and here are some of the things that I notice, and maybe ask yourself, do I do this? Because I do it myself. Summertime is all about lighter eating, healthier eating. Obviously, there's a heavier component of salad mixes and just side vegetables and a lot of sharing of small plates. So uh, when we go out to eat, I find that happening quite a bit. I see it in the restaurant on a regular basis, and it's funny, for breakfast, if it's super, super hot out, they'll order light fare like our, our strawberry yogurt parfait yeah. um, or like an avocado toast as it gets more wintry they go for the heavier stuff which would be like your skillets and your scramblers and your um you know your flapjacks and and waffles and stuff but uh i've seen it during the day everybody switches over to salads lots of proteins on the salads and and salad galore even stuff that we don't normally have they're throwing on a salad so it's it's one of those things you know you give them what they want so of course people are ordering a lot of avocado toast that seems to be the flavor of the month huge uh it used to be like a hipster type right to just now it's almost mainstream I think what forced us kind of to take that on was a lot of people ordering the sides of just an avocado and I would walk through the diner and see them like smearing it on their toes I'm like well why don't we just make it a little bit nicer for you right do the work for you so no assembly required nice avocado toast exactly that's funny (laughs) that you say that yeah we eat according to the season more so than maybe we admit to yeah absolutely and the breakfast sandwiches are huge well what did the Starbucks just had the big uproar at the fact that they're bringing the um, spiced pumpkin latte yes. like a month and a half earlier, six weeks earlier than what they usually I was do. just having a conversation with a guy in the liquor trade who was, who was up against the same thing because one of the big breweries wants to bring out the Oktoberfest ale now. Right. What about the summer beers, right? We're not ready for pumpkin ale yet. So, yeah, but no, like, you know, people are eating much more seafood, obviously. The lighter fare, the lobster benedicts, things of that nature. Lobster salad is a big, big part. Anything cold, tuna salad, right. things of the chicken salad, things of that nature. So it, it's interesting. But get yourself in here and uh, have that great breakfast and uh, get yourself on Blue Plate Diner time. We know what you like and how you like it because we're a diner and that's what it's all about here at the Finer Diner. Thank you. The Blue Plate Diner at 665 West Main Road in Middletown, Middletown, Rhode Island. And uh, by all means, we welcome those with Je Me Souviens license plates. 
Go on in there and say bonjour to Ted. He would love to see you. Small wonder we're having the Cheese Festival this weekend, the Cheese Makers Festival at Shelburne Farms, because did you know, and even if you are a, a native, <laughs> there's something that is becoming in shorter and shorter supply these days, a native Vermonter. The Green Mountain State leads the country in cheesemakers, leads the country per capita in cheesemakers. And as we were talking about in the last hour with Tom Bivens, who is uh, the director of the Vermont Cheesemakers Council and the Cheesemakers Festival that is going on at Shelburne Farms all day today, there are as many, well, there are, are many, many times as many artisan boutique cheesemakers as there are the big guys and the smaller guys are becoming the big guys i mean jasper hill is becoming a household name parish hill is becoming a household name cabot of course grafton village and what's great is as we were talking about some of the old old school cheesemakers are well you can't say they're coming back because they never left you know crowley and uh, they're still making amazing cheese in plymouth which is just so wonderful so much food going on at the Cheesemakers Festival with everybody from Lake Champlain chocolates to uh, a whole bunch of beers and wines and ciders and spirits and uh, coffee. The There are, let's see, one, two, three, four, half a dozen coffee providers who are toiling mightily at the cheese festival uh, so, so much going on and uh, it's a great great festival and it'll go on all day long today and into tomorrow as well our friends from Yankee Magazine are there and uh, there are just so many folks who would love to see you and definitely get you talking about great cheese and get you talking about the cheese making art and so on and uh, you know what? Vermont pride is very, very much in evidence as well. Because as we did talk about with Tom, the fact of the matter is that there is a particular style and a particular kind of, not only, not a kind of cheese so much. You know, well, what kind of cheese is Vermont cheese? Is it cheddar? Is it Gouda? Is it this? Is it that? Uh, and there, there are new cheeses that are coming out with flavors and textures and uh, qualities that are old school and some are brand new. But the focus is always on the art of the cheese making. And so the Cheesemakers Festival continues on and really spotlights this wonderful. And did you know, by the way, I, I didn't know this, that the Vermont Cheesemakers Festival was named one of the best specialty food festivals in the USA Today 10 Best Reader's Choice Awards. So there you are. So it's all at the Coach Barn at uh, Shelburne Farms. So <laughs> I've been kind of sitting on this one for a while, and I we just got caught up with so many things. We've been on location all summer long, as we are every single week, summer, winter, spring, and fall. We uh, do upwards of 50 location broadcasts during the course of the year in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And it makes us unique among food radio. And uh, so 
they're just stories that come along and we hope that we'll get to them and keep everything fresh. But this is something that, that knows no season almost. Although we've been talking a lot about pizza this summer and even back into the spring. And I'm sure we will more so this fall. But if I say to you, <laughs> this is one of those things that I think only I can pull off. If I say ADK to you, it means something to anyone who is listening to Dining Out with Bruce Newberry right now. Because our flagship here in southern New England is WADK here in Newport, Rhode Island. And the ADK stands for Aquidnik. On the other hand, <laughs> we've got a whole bunch of people to whom ADK is uh, an oval sticker that's on the back of your car, and it means Adirondack. Well, there's such a thing now, apparently, as ADK pizza. And it's the second type. It's Adirondack pizza. And there's a particular style. Uh, it is not, uh, well, it's not, it's similar to a few other types of pizza, but it is, it is not exactly like, it's not exactly like Detroit pizza or exactly like Chicago pizza or exactly like New London pizza or anything like that. It is a, uh, it is a, a, uh, actually, I'm not sure whether it's a square pizza or a round pizza at Dogwood Bread. Can someone get to me quickly, Bruce at BruceNewberry.com? Am I talking about a round pizza or a square pizza? The story is great. I love food and wine with a story. The pizza, the names of the pizzas are names, like Clara. <laughs> well, that gets us even with the Imbriglios in Newport, Rhode Island. There's Jonathan. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll see Clara and Jonathan, and uh, I will raise you a Carlo uh, and a Loretta. You know, <laughs> and I'll put a Josephina and an Angelina on top of that. Well, the Clara is slices of pepperoni, basil, and cloves of garlic. Oh, Clara. And the Jonathan is a veggie pie with spinach, roasted garlic, and radish and feta. Loretta has no feta, but she is a margarita at Imbriglio's in Newport with San Marzano tomatoes, of course, fresh mozzarella, fresh basil, Parmigiano-Reggiano, and extra virgin olive oil. The Josefina is a spin on the margarita, and uh, it adds um, pepperoni to the uh, Parmigiano, uh, to the mozzarella. And Parmigiano and uh, pepperoni. And the Carlo is a four cheese. Mozzarella, pecorino, Parmesan, regatta, parsley, extra virgin olive oil. Only one of those is a play on the board game Clue because Clara's full name, see at Imbriglio's it's just the Josefina and the Loretta. But at Dogwood it's Clara with the pizza cutter in the walk-in. As in Colonel Mustard with the wrench in the library. You know what I'm talking about. And Jonathan's full name is Jonathan with the bread knife in the proof room. <laughs> we may have to make a side trip there. 
one of our sojourns. It's uh, right off the ferry landing on the Essex side of the lake. So <laughs> check that on out. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at the Ironworks with the fork in the dining room. And you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Perella's Ristorante. Lou Perella is back. Some restaurants are farm to table, but Perella's is farm. Four town farm, which everybody knows. To farm. Steve Noons is a local farmer. To farm. You know, I used to get a lot of things from Delisandro's farm. To table. And I was there, picked zucchini flowers the other morning. Yeah. Friends waiting to serve you. Corn and zucchini and squash and beautiful, beautiful eggplant. And what will you do with those eggplant? Well, the eggplant, we make the eggplant rollatini. Today, I did a barbecue, so I made like a ratatouille. You know, eggplant with zucchini and peppers and onions and left it in the smoker yesterday while I was smoking the ribs. Wow. So it was like a roasted smoked vegetable, grilled vegetables. So I'll take them, I slice them long ways, I just marinate them in some oil and garlic. Everything, everything's here. Everything is here. Friends and family, Perella's Restaurante, 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren. Lou is back. He'd love to see you. Robert's Music, keeping the beat and watching the calendar. It is that time. Back to school, back to music, back to band. Cut your tryout date yet. Make sure you're sharp with lessons, supplies, and repairs from Robert's. You know Robert's Music for band instruments and rentals. Have you seen the combo side? Guitars, ukuleles, drums. Robert's Music is the place for serious musicians. 18 teachers, 11 lesson rooms. Robert's is music in Rhode Island. Robert's Musical Instruments in West Warwick. Robert's Music R. Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. You know what time it is. It's the best time of the year, the sizzling season. Get that grill going, get the cookout started, and in southern New England, cookouts mean gas bars, linguiça, and churis. Available at all major supermarkets. The Portuguese sausage that's been invited to the better cookouts for 95 years. Gas bars is great on the grill. Those lean cuts of quality meats, the authentic spices, made according to the same gas bars recipe for all of those years. It's just great on the grill. Slice the traditional sausage in half length wise get it going on a good hot grill or try the linguisa dogs or spicy should ease and don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without gas bars gas bars the real portuguese sausage invited to cookouts clam bakes clam boils all around this area for longer than anybody can remember available at all major supermarkets gas bars for 95 years it's the portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy get sizzling this summer with gas bars Food do. I'm Lydia Bastianich, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. <laughs> I know I'm sitting here thinking about dessert, but we had dessert first. That's what happened. But uh, what a great time here at the Ironworks here in Warwick at 597 Jefferson Boulevard in uh, Warwick. 
one thing that actually we had put this on the Facebook fan page. I think when we first got word we were coming here, the Point Judith Calamari with cherry peppers and pepidou aioli, which I think is a relative to one of the aiolis that was in uh, that was on the chicken, I believe, um, and some watercress too. Well, refreshment there, very nice. We could have also had Rhode Island stuffies with top necks and churis stuffing. And of course, when we talk churis, we talk gas bars. No confusion when you shop for Portuguese sausage and choose gas bars. Uh, there's no Z in churis. It looks like chorico, and it tastes amazing. It is the spicy side of Portuguese sausage. It's going to make your cookout so much better. Your stuffies will be amazing. Don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without gas bars. Linguiça or churis available at all major supermarkets, like the ones I broadcast from gas bars for over 95 years, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. So I, I'm a little tardy in posting the the last two courses of lunch here, the ironworks, because my my autocorrect is not having any broccoli rabi. I can't tell you what it autocorrects <laughs> rabi to. Is there a such thing as foodie autocorrect? I have to look into this. Anyway, I could not have done it without uh, Benjamin Newberry, who was in the broadcast bistro. Uh, what did you like the best? Oh, gosh. I... Probably have to say the um, the one we just got the, uh, the broccoli rabi. Yeah, the rabi. What the heck was the name the, of that? The crispy pork and broccoli rabi. Yep. On an Iggy's torpedo. That was absolutely incredible. Actually, it's a French roll, but it looks like it, it was Close a giant enough. French roll. It was, it was like a baguette. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. With um, toasted garlic and provolone. So yeah, really, really amazing. Well, Ben has been helping me out here and producing on site on kind of an occasional basis since you were, what, five or six? Uh, you'd probably remember more than I do. I don't remember. That's the whole thing. I was hoping you, you knew, and we've eaten uh, a lot of food and all that. Uh, and uh, it. now it's it's off to school with you. Yep. Bruce Newberry. The Food Dude. 